Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Welcome to The Witch Next Door. I'm Emily. I'm Veronica. And this week we're talking about our libraries. (laughs) (laughs) You weren't ready for that, were you? Uh, No. Are we going to sing this podcast? (laughs) (laughs) This is the opera version of The Witch Next Door. Just kidding. Just kidding. Don't like that. Don't turn us off. We're not going to sing through the whole thing. Some days are like that. Yeah. Where you feel like you need to sing your whole life. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Nobody else is making a soundtrack for me. I have to do it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Who else is going to? Yes. (laughs) Although my husband joins in. We do, we do some good. He, he's completely tone deaf in the way that he sings. Oh my God. He can find (laughs) the tone in music, but if he tries to sing, he can't, he just can't do it. Bless his heart. Boy, does he try. He's trying. That's he all that tries. matters. <laughs> oh my goodness. So today we were going to talk about books because I, I mean, this is actually a question I get asked a lot is like, tell me about you know some books that, in, that inspired you or that I can learn these things from. And um, what's true is that I have a lot of books. And I know Veronica, you, before we hopped on here, you were just saying you got rid of a lot of books. I, I have over the years, you know, when you move, the more and more you move, you get really tired of moving like boxes and boxes of books. So I have like over the many, many moves I've had here in California. Yeah. I've, uh, diminished my library greatly. <laughs> I think you've moved almost more than anybody I know in the time. A lot that I've of, known you. yeah, a like lot of moving. The, what? 20, 20 something years we've known each other. Yeah. Probably lived in like eight houses. Yeah. Is that exaggerating? No. Yeah. That's too many. That's too many movings. So less books, less books, less books. Yeah. You, when you move a lot, you just learn to, to go lighter. <laughs> I have gotten rid of some books that I just never used or never, you know, resonated with when I did try to use them. But I, it's the, that is the hardest thing for me to get rid of is my books. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. And especially because I use them, um, reference for references, but also for inspiration. You know, when I'm like creating a class, I go and look for thing books that I have that might have something about that information that I'm looking for. Or if I'm feeling stuck about like trying to find a topic to teach or talk about, I'll grab a book and just flip to a page and then try to work off of that. So I like to have lots of resources. Well, and it's not the same on the internet. You know what no, I'm saying? Like, no. yes, there is a ton of information and you, it's free. It's free. It's and, free. That's true. You know, it's, but it's not the same as picking up a book. No, and it's not. Having that reference too, to, like you said, to go back and. And flip you know. through. Like I have a Kindle. My mom got me a Kindle for my birthday a couple of years ago. And I think it's like a miracle that you can put like hundreds of books in a little device. It's amazing. But there is just absolutely nothing like flipping through the pages of something. So I use it. I use my Kindle, you know, like before bed, it's great because it lights up and I don't have to leave the light on. Um, Or if I'm going on a trip, I can take it with me. But I prefer paper books, really. Me too. Sorry, trees. 
I have no electronic devices to read a book. So <laughs> only paper. That's not true. You could read a book on your phone. That is true. I've yes. never done that. Oh. That sounds miserable yeah, it's for not, my, for my not, eyes. I'm just yes. like, Ooh, <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, I'm going to launch right into it. Cause the first book I ever read that got me into paganism was the spiral dance yep. by Starhawk. That was my number Classic. one book. Yeah. Classic book. So I think that was also one of my first books that I ever read. Um, I don't know if it was the first book, but that was the first book that I ever read when I was getting serious into like learning about paganism and witchcraft. Um, I had flirted with it all well before that, but. There's some really good exercises in this book. I remember one, I mean, it's been many, many years yes. since I read this book first time round and I still remember one of the exercises because I actually was, I did it on an airplane and I remembered how different it was. Like it was this, this exercise about light and dark. Uh-huh. And it was like focusing on not just the, like, oh, first focus on the light and like, and then focus on the shadow and like uh-huh. noticing the difference. Um, like, visually? but I remember visually. Yeah. yeah. And I remember noticing like being on an airplane and how different it was like with all these people around me. And I was like, I'm doing witchcraft. They don't even know. (laughs) I love it. Uh, Yeah. You're just sneaky witch. Oh, so sneaky. (laughs) Well, and one of the things about the spiral dance that I really liked is that it sort of breaks everything down. Yes. Um, You know, if I, it's again, it's been years since I read it as well. I've definitely referenced it, but it's been years since I've read it cover to cover. Um, But what I do remember is that it it really talks about the God and the goddess and the whole um, wheel of the year, you know, how to cast a circle, everything, the basics, all the things. And I know when we used to, and I guess we haven't really opened our circle for quite a long time now, but when we would open our circle up to invite new members in, we always said, you're going to want to read this book before you come yes. in and hang with us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or decide that you want to maybe come in and hang with us. Exactly. <laughs> foundational. Totally foundational. Yeah. And just on that note, Starhawk has written quite a few other books as well that have a lot of really cool exercises in them. Yeah. She's a really, really great author. Yeah. Yeah, the Earth Path is another one of hers that I really like. Um, the is it called the Wild Swans is another one that I so have. So the Pagan Book of Living and Dying, or does yeah, she have I think that one? She, I think she co-wrote that with somebody. I could okay. be wrong. I have it, but it's it's. Of course you do. Of I don't have it. <laughs> oh, yes, I have that book. Uh, <laughs> but yes, she's she's written quite a few. Um, she's also written quite a few songs as well. Uh, and oh, chance yeah. that you can yep. find if you if you want to use the internet in that way. Another but. author, I didn't grab his book actually, you know, it's on the in the other room, but that just pops as far as like the begin like beginning is Scott Cunning Cunningham. Yeah, I I do not I have his herbs book, uh-huh. um, magical herbs, but I don't know that I have any of his other books. I know it's I've the, read the one for the solitary witch. It's oh. like for practicing by your like a solitary witch. Yes. Yeah, you, I'm sure you have, have it. that book. <laughs> I don't have it anymore. I used you to don't? have that book. I don't think so. I think that's one of the ones I got rid of. It's definitely like a beginner's. And I really liked it because in the beginning, a lot of times you feel like, uh, I don't, I'm not ready to practice 
-hmm. You know, you're just getting started and you don't know, you know, so the idea of looking, oh, solitary, witch. okay, that's me right now. <laughs> you know? Right. And if I remember correctly in that book, it's very laid out. It's yes. very step-by-step -step and structured. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, another book like that is this Buckland's Complete Book of Witchcraft. Some of you might know it as the blue book. Did you ever have this, Veronica? Never. I've seen, I've seen it a lot, but I've never yeah. had it. That was, it's also very structured um, with like how to's and do this and say this, and this is how you make your altar. And this is, mm -hmm. you know, all of that, which um, is cool. You know, it definitely was a great foundation. I know this was, this was also one of the first books I picked up and started working because it's like a workbook. Yes. Yeah. I like so I, I think depending on like, where you're at, you know, when you begin, yes. like where you're like, you might be drawn more to the Starhawk to over to the Scott Cunningham over to Buckland's, you know, just kind of like, mm. Oh, like where, you know, where's my interests lie, you know, totally. totally. Um, and there are a lot of books out there that have kind of workbook qualities to them, like offering you up some exercise, give you information and then offer you exercises. Uh, there's a book called Witchcrafting by Phyllis Carew, I think is how you say her last name. I thought it was Karat, but I think it's actually Carew. But anyway, she um, she has a book called Witchcrafting that has some really cool exercises in it as well. So if you're just starting out and wanting to learn some stuff, uh, that one. Yeah, I love that book. Actually, I'm thinking, oh yeah, that's right. I can see the spine of the book. I used to have it, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. That's, I remember that one. <laughs> Well, you know, one of the first, um, also in that first grouping of books that really inspired me was her other book called uh, Book of Shadows, which is a oh, memoir. Oh, yes. Right? Yes. So it's all about her own journey into witchcraft and into finding a coven and all of that. And I found it so helpful and inspirational and just, um, yeah, amazing. It was, it was really something that helped me, um, helped me to go, yeah, this is my path. Mm -hmm. so that's another really cool one book of shadows Not yeah and i i find yours. that once you know after this that initial like introductory period of like you know investigating and so like when i got started there was no internet so uh -huh. there wasn't like oh searching it online um <laughs> it was like you find people yes you know you find books in the bookstore you find you know you you network kind of thing out you know outside of social networking yeah <laughs> Um, but then you go from like, oh, what, what inside, you know, this spirituality practice, you know, intrigues me. And I mm -hmm. automatically found the plants. Like I was like, oh yeah, it's the plants for me. So then I went in towards the herbalist side. Cause I was like, I love the plants, you know, mm -hmm. the, that is where this, you know, my heart, you know, went towards. And then, so then I, not only did I learn about herbs, but I also, one of the books was, um, Rosemary Gladstar was, is a local, local herbalist yes. who, um, has written many books. I have one of hers, it's medicinal herbs, but I just started like just going with whatever, you know, herb books, but specifically Rosemary Gladstar. Cause I, I, I met her, I love her work, but like, that was kind of like where I went with my witchcraft was the plants and kind of branched off that way. How about you, Emily? Do you have any books from where you branched off? I don't know that I ever branched 
in one given direction. So I, I would say, I think, you know, in the beginning, what really intrigued me was the idea of goddess worship. And I started looking back historically at where, you know, there were more matrilineal um, societies and where were goddesses being worshipped and how did that actually pertain to witchcraft and you know so I I don't know if there's an actual like concrete one book that I was like oh going in this direction but that's definitely the vein I started heading in um, one of the books that somebody turned me on to was drawing down the moon and it does talk about you know some of the the um, the more matriarchal pieces of things but I pulled it off the shelf when we were talking about doing this and I was thinking oh I need to I need to revisit this because I remember mm -hmm. at the time that I tried to read it I was like this is like a lot of words like I'm <laughs> <laughs> this is not giving me necessarily what I want but I hung on to it because it was such a strong resource there was so much information in it um so yeah I don't know I don't know that there was a path I went down the plants were not the thing that talked to me and they never have been although I have tried to make them <laughs> um, I'm much more connected to the animals and to just the cycles the natural cycles that are happening mm -hmm. so I'm very messy in my my paganism I'm all over the place yeah. you you're um eclectic you know Hell yeah. I'm super well, Another vein that I, I continue to go down, and I mean, this just continues to branch off for me is uh, divination. Oh, yeah. And I got into a Nordic phase. That's do you remember right. this? I do Emily? remember this. Veronica and so, I have known each other so long, we can talk <laughs> about our phases of witchcraft. <laughs> got into a Nordic phase where I got really into the runes. Like mm -hmm. I still am into the runes, but I'm actually more, in, I'm branching, I'm really getting into the tarot more now. Um, but I really got into the runes and a lot of the you know divination practices around oracle work. Mm -hmm. um, we actually, I actually took our, um, our coven to an oracle reader. Were you, were you part of that, Emily? I didn't. You go. weren't able to come. I couldn't go that night for some yeah, reason. But, that's right. Um, but then we can't. You brought. You all brought it back, and we did it in group. Yes. Yes. So one of the um, one of the she's actually local here in the Bay Area. Her name is uh, Diana Paxson, and she wrote this book called The Way of the Oracle. Yeah, it's a good book. It is a book. really good book, and it mm -hmm. really like opened my eyes to the way of the you know the Nordic people and their practices um, of oracle practices which is a whole different a whole different realm than I had ever gone into before um so I wanted to share that a little bit you know <laughs> yeah there's you know there's just there are so many uh branches roads paths that you can go down in your witchery practice and and often one will lead to another and another and another and then you've grown this whole section of your practice and then you're like oh, i want to make my way back to my trunk and i'm going to go grow that other branch because there's something else that inspires you um i know one of the things that i was always really taken by were simple practices and simple spells and so uh there's a woman named dorothy morrison who wrote a couple books uh, not related to me, by the way, but moon, everyday moon magic is one of them. And it has a lot of different spells and rituals to do mostly spells, uh, to do with the different moon phases. 
And then she has another one called Everyday Magic, which was definitely like a staple for me. Yes. Early yes. on. I pulled, there I were practices in there. I did all the time. There's still like one for finding a parking space that I use whenever I can find <laughs> a parking space. That was it's great. just, you know, like it really stuck with me. That was one of the ones. Uh, and it inspired me to be able to do my own, like to write my own spells and incantations and whatnot. Cause I was like, Oh, I could do this because I can. And so can you just say, well, and I think I, I don't want when I hear that. I'm like, Oh, it's practical magic. When you talk about like yes. finding a parking spot, it's like yeah. making it in your everyday life. That's super practical magic. <laughs> I think that's really where I come from. Although I love, I love divination. I mean, I, I use my cards all the time. I love my pendulum, all of that stuff. Uh, I, I love it. I love doing ritual and all of that. But really where my magic takes root the most is in my everyday life, you know? Which, which is powerful. I mean, that's your practice. So totally. yeah, totally. Um, is there anything that you have really been drawn to in recent years? I wonder any books that have really called out to you or that have landed for you? Well, right now in my journey of Tarot and I continue to evolve with that, um, I always, I've been talking to you about this book forever now, Emily, <laughs> Rachel Pollock's 78 degrees of wisdom. Because I told you about that book. You dude. told me about this book. <laughs> How many, I don't know. What was it? Two years ago, maybe two or now? three years ago. Three. I, I bought it for the first time in May of 2019. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm in love with this book because I've book. had so many tarot books. Like I've gone through you know, the meaning is this and there's this. And then I've gone to like, forget it. I'm not looking at a book and I throw it across the room and I'm like, yes. I'm just going with my own intuition. But then you have that moment where you're like, crack your eye open, your other eye open. You're like looking, you're like, Hmm, I wonder what the book says about this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to look over here real quick and not let exactly. that part of myself see. <laughs> but this is a book where I'm just like, full force like I just really want to know what she says about this mm -hmm. because she's so she's, she's very psychological she's very heady oh that's part super of why heady like and that's why I like it mm -hmm. <laughs> you know I I'm not really so into like the death card means transition and blah blah you know just like the the she real that though yeah but it's like not textbook you know she'll go really dive into the psyche yes. Uh, and, you know, looking at all sides of the psyche and how, yeah. how that card might play a role. So um, it's definitely not your little white guidebook that comes inside of those, uh, your tarot deck. It's, it's a deep dive. Yeah. How about you? What's, what's been in your realm lately? Um, I don't know about lately. I feel like I've been all over the map lately, but I wanted to share about two books that have really um, felt like rooted moments for me in my journey. And one of them, which was so interesting is by Rebecca Campbell. It's called Rise, Sister Rise. And I was actually turned on to this book by, um, by a woman, a, an intuitive woman that uh, we were working with, with Lena. And she had said, you know, check out this book. So I got it and I started re I started listening to it. I was listening to the audiobook and I was like, oh, this is really interesting because it, it wasn't new information necessarily, but it was affirmative information. And I wouldn't even call it a witchcraft book. Um, it's definitely more spiritual in nature. Like I think it could land for a lot of different people who didn't necessarily identify as a witch, 
but there was something about it at the moment that I was reading it, that it really uh, just, it hit home and made me feel like, yeah, like I really resonate with all of this. It, I guess it gave me some more roots in my faith for lack nice. of a better way of saying it. Um, and it's one that I've gone back and revisited. So that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, there's another book that really has inspired me, and it also is not a witchcraft book. It's <laughs> called Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, and it's all about living the creative life. But when you, I've, I've another book I've listened to and read um, and revisited multiple times in from cover to cover because it just speaks to the way that when we open ourselves to creativity, we are really opening ourselves to source. That's a big piece of my takeaway from that. And the way that there is magic, there is magic and connection in that. Um, so it's another really cool book. And then the other one that um, I think in most, in recent years has really drawn, like pulled me out of myself and made me sort of tap more into my own creativity, but also just be madly in love with delicious words is, <laughs> is the Holy Wild, a heathen Bible for the untamed woman by Danielle Dolsky. And she is just an incredible wordsmith. Mm -hmm. The way she writes is beautiful and yummy and visionary. And yeah, she just does amazing things with words and it's super witchy. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, mix it all in the pot. She has a couple other books too. This one is my favorite one, I would say. Yeah. It sounds like, you know, I don't know, like more recently or what really inspires you, you know, might not be like the everyday kind of encyclopedia, like, oh, this is, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's more of something that's going to like make you think, mm -hmm. you know, and maybe open your heart space and, you know, and, and make you think about, you know, how, how you are in the world, you know, that, and also fueling my own creativity. Like there's, there is this way of when I first started on my witchcraft path, I was very much like, how do I do this? Mm -hmm. Right. Give me the basics. I want to know how to cast a circle. I want to know how to call the directions and work with their energies. Um, and, and I think I'm always learning more about that all the time. Right. I'm, I'm, you're we're always learning more about the basics. Somebody shows us in a way they do something and it's like, oh, cool. Um, but as I've gone on my path, I'm less seeking that in the books that I read and I'm more seeking inspiration mm -hmm. and don't tell me how to do it. Open a door so that I can feel like creating something. And that's nice. what really I'm drawn to. And in those moments, cause I'm sure we all have these moments, or maybe I just have extra, um, of, of not, of losing faith. You know, those moments where it's like, I just don't believe in anything right now. Yeah. It's feeling really hard. Um, and I would say, especially in the last few years during the pandemic of having those moments pop up of like, I just not rejecting faith, but just not feeling it, not feeling the tap in, um, being able to pick up a book or listen to an audiobook that suddenly speaks to that inside of me and makes me go, Oh wait, I do have faith. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, oh yeah. wait, I do believe everything's connected. I yeah. do believe in magic. Um, I think that's more of where I look and go. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that ties into our like 
our podcast last week about like, you know, when you're not feeling it, yeah. when you're not feeling you know? the witchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you're not feeling the witchy and like, you might need help. Yeah. You know, it's a little, and, and sometimes information reading, you know, getting a new perspective helps you, totally. you know, totally. Or having somebody like Daniel Dolsky write these beautiful words that paint a picture in your mind where you're just like, oh, okay, yeah, that's right. I have this whole imaginal space that that is beautiful and powerful and creative. Um, Yeah. And we don't, we don't activate very often. You know, we don't usually live in that space, most of us. Right. Not in the day to day. No, not usually while you're doing your dishes and making sure the lid. <laughs> exactly. I mean, maybe you are, maybe you're imagining you're anywhere, but here, that's a, that's a good game to play anywhere, but here. <laughs> are, is there any one book, Veronica, that you're just like, I could not live without that book. I need it. Wow couldn't live without that book well you maybe you could live without it but you wouldn't necessarily want to well right now I'm not necessarily using books so much I mean actually the tarot books the one I'm using the most like it's on my altar and because I'm into tarot right now and that's kind of like my go-to when I'm like okay I don't know I don't know anymore and I'm just like I'll pull a card <laughs> oh forget it I'll just pull a card and then I'm like oh huh okay I wonder why I picked that you know uh-huh. it's it gets me thinking you know totally and and then actually and then yeah Rachel Pollock might get me thinking about some of the things she says I'm like huh is that true about true for me right now you know um so for me in this moment, I'm going to say her book, the 78 degrees of wisdom for me right now is, is something that is, yeah, is my go-to kind of, I, I want to keep this for a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. How That's about so you? Funny. Oh, first, let me just tell you, I pulled a card today and it was the eight of cups and I thought of you. Um, oh, cause right. That was your stalker card yeah. for a little while. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Yes, it was. Uh, this morning you know I don't I don't know I asked you that question and I'm like crap she's gonna turn this around on me in a minute and I'm not prepared why do I have to have things come out of my mouth I'm not ready to respond to I don't know that there is one that I couldn't necessarily live without and there's not one that I'm referencing above all others right now Mm -hmm. um now I'm thinking I'm like what's on my nightstand yeah. Like, what are you, what are you into right now? That's yeah. funny. Um, oh, well, I was like, no, you don't want to really a spirit. <laughs> well, I'm reading a book about, um, oh my God, I can't remember the title of it. That's going to make me nuts, but it's basically about like, don't freak out. There's probably life after death. Um, <laughs> that's not the title of it though, but that's, that, that's what the title kind of sounds like. Oh, that's great. Um, <laughs> I'm reading that and then a, a novel right now. That's what's on my nightstand. But <laughs> <laughs> I think ultimately the thing I couldn't live without is my journal. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I don't know that there's actually a reference book as much as, uh, as insight. Yeah. Although that's been, inside you. I know, but I would, I would start. Look at that. I, didn't <laughs> I love, I love reading. I love words. Yeah. Learning. 
I do too. I mean, they, I think that's the big thing. I think that's why you and I are like, oh yeah, because we like to learn. We yeah. want to learn more. And we have lots of places of interest. Like you said, your witchcraft is messy. It's like, just have, oh, look at that in your head turns. That's cool, you know? (laughs) I know, it's true. I, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about that this morning because I was feeling not that witchy. And I was like, I need to drop back into that space. And, you know, we did that whole podcast last week. So I was like, I should take my own advice. Uh, But then I was, (laughs) but why would I do that? And then- (laughs) And then I was thinking, I started going on this whole tangent about like, uh, like, uh, come on, Emily, mediumship and talking to the dead and, you mm-hmm. know, meditating and all of that. And I was like, that actually makes me, when I take the time to do those things, I really feel more connected too. So we should have talked about that last week. And now I'm getting on a tangent that has nothing to do with what we were talking about. So I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> it's Friday, friends. I had coffee. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> There we go. Well, there's so many more books out there. And if those who are listening are have been inspired by a book and would like to share that, how would they share that, Emily? Well, uh, you can hop on over to your email and drop us a line at wisewomanwitchery at sonic.net. We'd love to hear from you. Um, And I actually compiled a book list a while ago. I had asked everybody on my community in my Facebook group try again, Emily, my Facebook group uh, for Wise Woman Witchery, what they're reading, like what books are they interested in? And I got this huge list going. So I actually have a massive list. And if that's something you're interested in accessing, also send me an email and I'm happy to send you the link for that. Um, I don't have it posted anywhere. It's just in a Google doc that I can send the link to you from. Nice. And maybe if you send me the books that inspire you, I'll add your books to that list. Nice. They're not there already. (laughs) cool all right veronica well thanks for taking this tour with me yeah thanks i'm I'm glad i got to dip it back into my library and be like oh yeah that's right that book oh that one was good right (laughs) yeah yeah there's so many good books i mean yeah anyway someday i'm gonna write one someday i will read it you will i will read it that's nice of you you might be the only one that reads it but (laughs) thank you I can count on you. Oh yeah. You can count on me. I'll read it. (laughs) Awesome. All right, friends. We'll hit up your libraries and uh, find some stuff, some little inspirational things to take outside with you as you lay in the late spring sunshine, soaking up the rays with a good book. There's not much better than that. Mm -hmm. Besides winter when you're curling up on the couch with a good book. Oh, that's nice too. I know both (laughs) all the seasons reading all the seasons. Thanks everybody. Till next time, you know, keep it magical. And oh, by the way, we never did our hundredth episode. <gasps> I know. I okay. Know. Next week. <laughs> it might be like 103, <laughs> but whatever. Anyway, right. we, we will get around to celebrating the fact that there are over a hundred episodes of the witch next door out there now. And if you listen to them all, God has bless you. <laughs> <laughs> If you'd like to support The Witch Next Door, you can do so by clicking the Anchor Support link here in the description. Also, if you'd like to dive a little bit deeper, Wise Woman Witchery does offer a monthly membership group over at wisewomanwitchery.com. That membership group includes monthly moon rituals, weekly magical chats, an entire library of past meditations, 
as well as access to special classes and conferences hosted by Wise Woman Witchery. Again, you can learn more about that over at wisewomanwitchery.com. Thanks so much for listening. I can't wait to make magic with you. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade Lewis. Music written and performed by Jean Cornelius.